nerds. This is the Pretty Nerds Podcast. Let's get into it. Now point your fingers up to the sky and pop through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and gurport and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl Nay. Okay, how's everything been going? Pretty good. Not too bad. What about yourself? Same here. Um, can't complain. Yeah, can't complain. All right. Well, that's good to hear. Let's go ahead, since it's been a little bit and we got a, quite a few things to get to today, let's go ahead and jump into the hot topics for this week. So quick hot topics. Let's start with the good news. Our girl, the GOAT of gymnastics herself, Simone Biles, got engaged to her boyfriend, NFL player Jonathan Owens. Congratulations to them. She just released or showed the pictures. I guess it happened on Valentine's Day. Super cute. Those YSL shoes she had on. Like, I love those fucking shoes. I want those shoes so bad. But um, nonetheless, congratulations to them. And yeah, who do you think? I'm definitely excited for her. I was looking at that picture. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, you really just see how so tiny, and I don't want to call her adorable because she's grown, but she's so adorable. (laughs) Even with, like, heels, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're so cute. I'm sorry, honey. Those shoes were everything. Like, I love, I'm so jealous of everybody in them damn YSL heels. But I have a big foot, so I don't think my foot would look cute in them. Yes, you would. <laughs> like I love like YSL and Tom Ford. I'm like, Ooh, like Jesus. But yes, get them because I will wear like I got a big foot too. I will put them on. Like I don't really even think that it matters pretty much about your foot. It's like your legs, and you go to the gym, so it'll be perfect. You're right. You're right. Very true. Also, in the good news, I guess I don't know. It depends on who you are. Um, so the Philadelphia 76ers finally traded Ben Simmons. They pulled the trigger. They traded him for um, James Harden. There was a couple of other pieces involved, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond. But the main big two main headlines were James Harden and Ben Simmons. For I guess for both teams, it's a win-win because James didn't want to be. He hated being in Brooklyn. He was tired of Kyrie's shit, and he was ready to go. And then Ben Simmons hated it in Philly. Um, he even was talking about it was bad for his mental health, etc. So we shall see how it pans out for each team. Nonetheless, so for some of you guys out there who wanted to see those trades happen, I guess that's a good news or congratulations for you guys. I don't know. I don't really care. I'm not really a fan of either of the teams, so it doesn't make ain't no shit to me. But <laughs> um, nonetheless, hopefully everybody involved is happy. Now let's get to. Oh, um, also. The Super Bowl took place this weekend. The L.A. Rams did win. It's the first time in a long time that we've actually seen the home team win in their home arena. So that's um, pretty big. And it was the first time in a long time that um, an LA team has won. I think it was since like 1950 something. I mean, shit, 56, I don't know, shit. It was a long ass time since uh, since they won um, anything. So 
congratulations to them. Um, also, pretty much the big news out of that, other than the gajillion, majillion celebrities who were there, was the halftime show. Uh, basically, it was a kiss, a love letter to L.A. So you had Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, Eminem, and Mary J. Blige. What did you? Oh, also Kendrick Lamar. I can't forget Kendrick because he did an excellent job. What did you think of the show? I would say I enjoyed it. Of course, me being like an 80s baby. Oh, 80s baby, rather. Those are some of the same songs that we, you know, came up to that we knew, you know, may or may not love. I loved Mary performance. Of course, like that's my girl. Like she, she just does it for me, I guess, because of just like, she just bangs from like a body. She's still moving for her age, still got her heels on. Like, let me see. Uh, the the Definitely Kendrick Lamar um, loved his performance. I even like the stage setup, like the different little windows and all of that stuff. So I like definitely loved it. Like the show, the only like, I guess, nitpicky thing. I don't remember halftime shows being that short. And I'm not going to say it's the artist's fault. Maybe it's like, I don't know. But I was like, is it? Sh-? I don't know. I just don't remember it being that short. But other than that, I feel like it was a good show. I just would have been like, could you make it a little longer? But that was about it. I wonder if they cut the time. Because normally I'd be, uh, we'd be thinking too. Well, at least when I normally watch it, I think, God damn, this shit is lasting forever. But maybe <laughs> that's because the artists will be performing. Right, we didn't like. You don't want to see, so it didn't matter. But maybe that's what <laughs> it's possible because you're like i'm not gonna watch this shit i don't want to see nobody but i don't know because i even feel like with the uh beyonce and bruno mars show it was longer i could be tripping good question though i don't know that's a really really good question but nonetheless it was definitely a good show one of the best in a long time Uh, obviously the super bowl this year picked up ratings it's their best ratings that the nfl has received in years i think over a hundred thousand people tuned in to uh, well more than a hundred thousand but you know what i'm saying like it's the best ratings obviously that they've had in the last couple of years so i guess congrats to all around for that i don't know Mm, whatever all right so let's jump into some mess we'll start i'm before we get into the drama drama let's start with this whole thing with the olympics so Camila Valieva, um, a Russian skater, she's 15 years old. She failed a drug test. So she had a positive drug test back in December. It was just reported literally after the ROC. So Russia, for those who don't know, Russia isn't allowed to compete underneath the Russian flag or as Team Russia because they were uh, popped for doping before. Um, So now they have to compete under ROC, which is the Russian Olympic Committee, um, and they cannot show their the Russian flag at all because they were popped by the Olympic Committee for doping. So that just just to give some context of why this is even more of a scandal. So the young ladies uh, failed a drug test back in December after the ROC won team goal. It was that's when they, you know, found out that she failed the drug test. Initially, they suspended her and they were they had a little hearing to decide if she could compete. And it was confirmed that they were going to allow her to compete 
Um, if she does win, so if she does medal, then no medals will be handed out um, until the Olympic Committee f uh, finishes their investigation. The reason they decided to allow her to compete, they said, is because of her age. As at 15, they say she's considered a protected person. So uh, what are your thoughts? So I feel like they bent the rules. Um, I definitely feel like it's a race issue because I still feel like if it was a Black teenager that was 15, they would have not went that, oh, she's a protected class. It would have went that, oh, she's in the Olympics. This is what she signed up for. She should have known. I feel like she should definitely be suspended. She shouldn't be able to compete. She should have the same consequences that Shakara Richardson had. and the hard drug that she put, like, it's just too many lies or, well, excuses. I'm not going to say lies. Excuses that are like, oh, well, it's my grandfather's heart medication and I took a sip of drink out of his cup. Huh? <laughs> Be like, you took a sip out of his cup and it caused you to test positive. Ma'am, no. No. And I think it's also to be noted, like you mentioned, she is from Russia. They have cheated or been banned in the past for performance enhancing drugs and that heart medicine is a performance enhancing drug unlike marijuana so i do feel like that she should have been suspended it's an unfair advantage um that she has over other athletes that are competing as well i mean i just guess it goes back to i just feel like the olympics should be banned at this point like there's no reason to even have it anymore i don't know if like i can understand it's just like okay the world's best competing against each other i think we're move totally away from that just for the simple fact of all the bullshit like you're not feeding them well they don't have the best living conditions. Just bullshit. You got your sexual abuse allegations, all of this stuff. So it's just like, you know, it's BS. And I feel like even the athletes that are endorsed, quote unquote, from the Olympics, I don't think that they would miss out on endorsements if they weren't in the Olympics because they're already the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you're still going to get picked up in some avenue, you know, maybe for advertising or something like that. But I, I don't like, I, I completely understand where Shakari was coming from, where it's like, bro, it was weed. Everybody know weed makes you slow, which she probably shouldn't have smoked because she came in last. But anywho, yeah, with her, like, I don't, I'm on her this shit about her being a protected class, whatever. No. Yeah, I think that for me, the issue is just the fact that Russia literally is just coming off. They're, I mean, they're still, like I said, they're not even allowed to compete under their flag because of the fact that in 2016, they were popped for doping. So then you have your biggest, literally, like when it, when it comes to figure skating, the top three that are considered to medal are these three girls from Russia. And then you have this one, you know, girl, and she's considered the person who's going to win the gold medal. And which, by the way, right now, she currently is in first place mm -hmm. after yeah program so she's currently in first place more than likely will win the gold so it's just like it's such an unfair and 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 then to think about the team the team event like literally the only reason russia won the gold was because of her performance in her individual program that she did that's what pushed them over the u.s to win so as as other competitors and i think that just people are 
you know, across the whole Olympic, you know, every summer, winter, everything like that, they've all said the whole point of it is, is that it's supposed to be fair. We all know the rules when it comes to competing. And that's the thing that people that everybody threw out with Shakari. It was like, well, yeah, we agree, da da da, marijuana, da da da. But you know, shit, we're Olympic athletes. We all know the rules, so you know that's that. And I just feel like, why is it that with this girl, is she being considered just because of her age? It's like she's protected. We've we've had plenty a plethora of examples of women who, especially in gymnastics and figure skating, who have been teenagers and have been subject subjected to drug testing since they were you know 10 11 12 hell Tara Lipinski she won gold at 15 she was sub she said she had been drug tested since she was 10 so I mean it's I don't I don't understand how it's like well she's 15 so maybe somebody you know somebody around her she didn't know what she was taking no like the that's what like like I said, the perfect example is Tara Lipinski from the United States who won gold at 15 when she competed. She said that even when she was when she was competing, her mother had to call. There was like there's a hotline for Olympic athletes that, that she had to call just to confirm even like over the counter medicine was OK for her to take. So my thing is, it's it's no excuse that, oh, she's 15. Somebody could have been. no. She, you know what I'm saying? She's an Olympic athlete. She knows the rules. And if she was popped for doping, especially with the history that Russia has, if she failed the test, she shouldn't have been allowed to compete, period. And that's it for me. It's just, I I don't understand how you can be a protected class in the Olympics. It's like... Right. I mean... No one should be harmed. Like, I feel like it should be standard across the board with the Olympics. It's, I mean, exactly. They act uh, like she's the youngest person to ever compete before. She's not. We've had tons of, I mean, it's it's pretty much known them girls in gymnastics be 12 and 13 and shit like that competing. So, and they, they have to be drug tested. Same thing with, fig, like, it's figure skating and um, gymnastics pretty much have some of the youngest competitors when it comes to the olympics or comes to competing period so i don't understand how all of a sudden just because it's this girl rule you know i'm saying the rules go out the window yeah and then it's like it it would be different if it wasn't russia and it wasn't a performance enhancing drug like it would be different exactly so we shall see like i said more than likely she's on pace now to win the goal unless something drastic happens more than likely it'll be a three team russia sweep and all three of them will win it will go she'll win gold and then silver bronze all for russia um and then obviously there will be no medal ceremony because it will be the ioc is still investigating and once they determine you know obviously everything after their investigation that will determine who will actually receive medals and not. I want to know though, if since the IOC is still investigating, cause they haven't, I haven't heard this yet. Um, if they've announced 
if the IOC does come back and she is deemed as, you know, she wasn't or disqualified from competing, does that mean that the U.S. will then win the team gold? That's what I'm I'm curious about. Mm. It's, mm. Mm. I guess we have to wait. But I don't see. think that they're gonna disqualify her. Yeah, I don't. I, I, don't like... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think if they're getting because they're getting so much pressure from all yeah. other community, you know what I mean, all yeah. other avenues um, across the board, all other like every country. And kind of all different competitions are like, well, our athletes are, you know what I'm saying? Have to abide by this. What's so different about them? Like, no, I I think that eventually it's going to be overturned, but I just think it's stupid to, they should have just said, no, you can't compete. You know what I mean? I I get it. You know, sorry, but even if it was a mistake, whatever rules are rules, you can't compete. Good luck next time. And it'd be so crazy that the people who be saying that rules are rules be the ones that be want to break them all the time. Facts. Facts. Absolutely. All right. So let's get into the mess mess. Let's first start with your boy, Nick Cannon. He recently released a song on Valentine's Day called Alone, in which he says that he wants Mariah Carey back. Nicholas, if you don't leave that woman alone... Or leave that woman alone, okay? At this point, Mariah is like, nigga, I don't know you, okay? I do not know you. Um, You are just a baby daddy. Don't come around here with all of your mess. Go impregnate some more girls, but don't bring none of that shit over here. Um, I remember that interview she did when they was asking about his other kids, and she was like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) We not married. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Uh, what are your thoughts? I feel like it's one of those classic things of let that leader, like you said, leave that woman alone and you trying to disturb her peace. She is there here living her best life. And then no one wants to take a man back that has impregnated part of the whole boo. Like you're literally just spreading your seeds far and wide. You have no type of, maybe I guess, scruples because you're over here impregnating another woman while your son is currently fighting for his life with another woman. And then you go and announce it so close. Just foolishness. Um, so I can definitely understand why she doesn't want to be out. Listen, I would have been like, they were like, Nick Cannon, I want you back. Honey, change that track. Don't, don't put that out in here. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And I just feel like it's, I don't know if it's like a man thing to feel like, oh, I can go out here and do all of this. And then I can come back and say, oh, I want you back and put it in a song. And and it's supposed to sway you to come back to me. And it's like, bro, you've literally got a million kids and no telling what other thing is something up with you in private. And I say that Mariah Carey doesn't have her, you know, her things about herself but obviously it's enough for you to deal with because you want her back but it's like leave her alone and I don't know if men know how to let women rest after it's your moment like I think we're seeing that in the media now playing out they're like y'all don't know how to let women rest you've had your moment you didn't do right you ruined it it ain't your moment no more 
that don't mean you get to come back or say, oh, I want my wife back or I want this back just because, no, at some point you got, you know what? I fucked up. I'm moved fuck on and just be quiet. Take my L in silence and go on. And it's like you've left a trail. It's just ridiculous. Like, that's the thing. You left a trail of broken families and you think you're going to come back and marry me. And it's a possibility that they like, oh, he got married on assets. Let me go. We're not doing it. Nope. I got to protect, protect my future, my bag, and my children. <laughs> nope. Right. Stay where you live. Right. And I already told y'all, they're not coming for her coins. And then you don't have enough time for all the children. So how are you going to have enough time to lead a productive marriage? Somebody's going to be left out. You should just stay with your wife then, bro. Exactly. Complete, complete, complete mess. Speaking of more mess. So now this is a topic that I come to painly because I just, I've been wanting to avoid because it seems like we're talking about this man every single fucking week. But this time, he actually warrants a conversation because for, I will say what, for at least the last week, week and a half, we have seen, in my opinion, and again, this is just my personal opinion, we have seen um, Kanye West experiencing full-blown mania so going through a full manic episode every from literally it started where he was just bulldozing attacking kim um saying she's trying to keep him from his kids etc etc then it turned to attacks on her boyfriend um pete and how that man's not going to be around my kids how he's this how he's that then it turned to attacking friends of his and talking about you know I just want y'all to to uh, choose to be my friend and blah blah like to have telling people to attack Pete then to finally Kim being fed up enough to say hey you know what at this point you're putting people you know people in harm's way to him posting those text messages talking about I just want my family back sending her beds of roses like it's it's over the top extreme crazy I'm not okay crazy I'm sorry let me apologize for saying crazy that's wrong it's over the top like I said in my opinion a full manic episode it's the perfect example of what mania is people who suffer from mania often suffer in delusions, they're paranoid, they almost feel like they are godlike, you know, they feel invincible. That's why they say when people are going through manic episodes, it's one of the most dangerous times because they are more likely that they could self-harm or harm someone else um, potentially during that time. So I, I just, whoo, it's a lot. What are your thoughts on the whole thing? I feel like... One of the biggest things he's playing on, like the collective dislike of the Kardashians. I think that's one of the biggest things he's playing on is that, oh, they have a lot of fans and followers, but I feel like they have a lot of people, like we discussed a couple of weeks ago, that hate follows them or like like they discussed it with them so much, but they want to follow their every move. And I think he's using the whole woe is me black man trope when he's not a part of it. 
and I said it a couple of weeks ago, I feel like, and I know it's it's messy, it's drama filled. You don't want to be a part of that. But I do feel like, and I don't know if it's like a safe way to even do it. She don't have to like step up and hard hit with this. Yeah. Like, I think she's trying to protect the family. She's trying to protect his image and her children, which, and I don't knock her for it. But I also think that in this case, dealing with him, you're going to have to protect yourself so that you are here for your children. Because it's, we've seen it play out a lot, especially in the recent years where we've seen these articles with women being hurt or being killed. Like, bro, Kanye is there. And y'all want to laugh and be like, oh, he's going to expose the deep, dark secrets of their family. I don't think, to be honest, I don't think it's going to be a real deep, dark secret there. Like, other than what normal people have that all that's underlined in a lot of our families. Some bullshit. But I just don't honestly see, and I'm like, I'm not sitting around wanting him to chastise, harass, and abuse Kim for the sake of knowing what goes on behind closed doors with their family. Like, this sick in the head for you to sit and be like, oh, I want to know what goes on. That's none of your business. You should not be privy to that information. And I'm like, what we see on Keeping Up With The Kardashians is such a small part of their life. Like, in the grand scheme of things, one of those episodes that we see may be four or five hours of their lives. And they have all of this other stuff that is going on. I'm like, I can't. I mean, them being, you know, the whole steal the image from the black woman, all this stuff. Besides that point, like, I don't dislike her to be like, oh, I want something to happen to her. Or me saying Kanye treat her this way is like, oh, she deserves it. No. Like, this lady, this woman has been quiet. Other than the statement that she released a week ago, with a couple of weeks ago, which was really like, hey, you know, I'm not doing this or, you know, just trying to give, you know, protect herself a little bit or trying to get a different narrative out there. And even still people took that and was like, oh, she's trying to control the narrative. So you think everything that Kanye putting out is true. Someone who has said that he's bipolar and not taking his medicine. You think that is true. You think that it's true that she's keeping his children away from him. This man has a billion dollars under his belt. He has access to the best family attorneys there, there's out there. You don't think that he would, if that was really the case and he really wanted to see the children like he claimed, that he couldn't pull her in court? Like, let's just be honest. All of that stuff is like, oh, I want to get people to crucify her in hopes that she's going to come back to me. And the crazy thing about it is he knows that if she comes back, he's com- she's coming back just for peace. Not that she really wants him. And then you send in people to say, okay, hurt her boyfriend. And even her message was like, if you get, you know, Pete hurt, it's your fault. And I think we also have to think of the flip side of the coin. Pete has security. So don't get yourself hurt. Like, it's just, I, I don't like it. I don't like that people are thinking that it's funny. I don't like that people are so sadistic that they're like, oh, she deserves this. She's still a mother. She's still a sister. She's still a daughter. And I just don't think that the Kardashian clan has enough secrets that I want them to be chastised to get it. I, I just don't. It's just, to me, stupid. 
I just don't, I just don't understand people like, like, listen, I think we've made it clear the Kardashians are not our favorite people on here for the simple fact that I feel like that they profit off of black culture. Like you can go back and look from the very beginning of when keep it, if you go watch the very first episodes of keeping up with the Kardashians, you can see a clear switch from how they originally presented to when they started to adapt black culture um, and use that for profit. And there was a cute, and there was a huge jump in their popularity from that time to the time they made that switch. So let's, that's, that's my issue with the Kardashians is that I feel like they profit off of black culture. I don't like that. Whatever. That aside, I'm not going to sit around and condone abuse because that's what this is. For the people who are laughing at that shit, that's abuse. That shit ain't funny. Him being all over the internet, emotionally abusing that woman, talking about um, I was the best thing you ever had. You you know what I'm saying? You can't. All the while, which people are forgetting, he got a whole other, he was in what? With multiple other women, two and three different other women. Oh. Like you said, so he can be in other relationships, but she isn't allowed to to move on. Also, with the whole situation, when it comes to um, him sending the bed of roses to her house, moving next, right next door to them, uh, right next door to her. I don't care about um, clearly if Kim was keeping his kids away from him. How is it that every time he wants his kids, his kids show up with her? I mean, show up. If she was keeping her kids away, why would he? Why was the kids with him at the Super Bowl? Please. Why? Why did he? Was he allowed to come to the party that she threw? Even though they said they were throwing separate parties, and then she still allowed them to have him to have his own private party with their daughter. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like the shit's not adding up. And like you said, he's a billionaire, according to him, right? According to all y'all, he's a billionaire. He got all the lawyers in the fucking world. If that was the case, if she was really keeping his kids from him, take her ass to court. Plain and simple. You 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 have enough you have enough in your lawyers to pull stall tactics to keep her from being able to get fit, finalize the divorce to be divorced from your ass. So that means you have you're paying the lawyers enough to do that. So why not take her ass to court? If if the, the whole shit about her keeping you from your kids is really true. I'm sorry. I just don't buy into the shit that he's talking about. I'm with you. I fully believe he is utilizing the fact that a lot of people do not like the Kardashians. He's utilizing that to manipulate the court of public opinion against that woman. And that ain't OK. It's not OK. I personally feel for that woman's safety because he, he unhinged. And that's my whole issue is just like, I to be honest, I want to knock her. She was like, no, you can't see the children. Because it's he giving me those vibes of I can't hurt you personally. Because I'm pretty sure he not seeing her personally. Then it's I will come for whatever that's attached to you. And people act like those people are not walking with us every day. Kanye or not. Kanye is not exempt from that. And then y'all will be sitting out here on the internet with uh, condolences. No. And it shouldn't have to come to that. 
And I, I really, like I said, I, I hate it for her because I feel like perception is, you know, keyword. Like, I don't want it to seem like, you know, it's that bad. It's that bad. And it's okay for you to say, hey, it's that bad. Fuck him. Fuck Kanye. Fuck his fans. Do what's best for you. What's best for your children. Absolutely. I was, and that's my whole thing. People like, well, she trying to hold the kids and say when he can and can't have them. And I'm like, y'all understand she's the primary caretaker. She could do that. And they're going through a divorce. There's going to be some, a lot of separation from here on out. And especially if she's saying, Hey, I don't feel safe. And I'm like, well, what he's doing in the media, if she took him to court and said, hey, I don't feel safe, more than likely she would get a restraining order. Absolutely. No ifs, ands, or buts, she would get a restraining order. Just the fact that she hasn't done that. And we know that that would be granted off the top. And y'all can come on, well, North shouldn't be on TikTok, blah, blah, blah. I don't follow North on TikTok from the comments. They're saying that her TikTok is very protected. She's never on there by herself. Her comments are turned off. And I, ca- I can't knock it. Like my niece is nine years old. She has She's had a TikTok for a couple of years now. And I'm like, there comes a point of time that I'm like, no matter how we think, we're in a technology age. And you have to teach them safety. You can't wait until they turn 12 to say, okay, Here's how to do technology when they've already been exposed to it. Their friends have it. So it's like, let's go ahead and get front of it. And I think Kim is doing her best to say, okay, you can have this creative outlet. You can have people over to make TikToks with you. And that's it. But we're not engaged in that way where you're engaging and people you making horrible comments. And I, we're not doing it. Yeah. I can't. I I admire her for that. Like, okay, I'm sitting here. That's what you should do with children in social media. So I don't like his crap. I, I don't want my children. It's bullshit. That's another thing of like he knows, and most people that are narcissist abusive, they know. Yeah, they know what buttons to press, what to say, what to do, and I'm pretty sure. Like my point about he released certain text messages, released the whole text message story. Why do you have to ask somebody else for her number? Why she's getting her number changed, bro? That means you've overstepped your boundary. And then he be going as far as to say, I'm going to tell who told me. Damn, you can't even have a little confidentiality, a little, a little something about yourself. Exactly. Did somebody put you on? Mm-mm. A whole mess. A whole mess. Like I just... Oh, like I said, we it's scary times that that you literally have people agreeing with that, talking about just because they don't like her family. Well, it's her karma. It's her, for what? What? What does to be completely? Let's be honest. What have the Kardashians done so bad that y'all like literally have this hatred for them? Like I said, granted, I dislike their brand because of the fact that I feel like they monetize off of um or you know gain money and popularity and all that off of black culture that's my only issue with them aside from that like i'm not like i'm not out here thinking oh it's karma because they date black dudes and da-da-da. what because the black dudes dating them thank you after them exactly like how many like 
some of y'all got way bigger issues <laughs> than, than like the rest of us. That's all I can say. Like those women, there ain't no karma that they, you know what I'm saying, that they deserve or this, that, and the other. Like they just some regular chicks just like the rest of us. They just happen to be in the public eye. But at the end of the day, regardless of how I feel about their business in terms of their business practices and things of that nature, I don't think that any woman deserves um, the type of shit that Kim is being put through. I'm sorry. The abuse, you know, the emotional abuse, the gaslighting, the manipulation, because that's what it is. Like you said, I, I personally think that if it wasn't for all the stuff he is putting out on social media, I think she probably would have already filed a restraining order and a, you know, what I'm saying, or a petition yeah. of protection order, um, whatever that's called, to petition, you know, to petition him to stay away from her and the kids until she feels that he is stable enough for everything. But she, because he's putting out this narrative, oh, she's keeping the kids from me, blah, 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 blah. I think she feels backed into a corner like, well, I don't want to look like, I'm trying to keep a father away from his kids and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a form of manipulation. Which I totally agree that she, he should probably like, and then you went to the Super Bowl with your kids with a fucking black mask on. Like who, bro, Look, that shit was just it's fucking insane. Insane. Okay. And then people like, Pete, uh, day he a junkie, a crack. I'm like, that man is not a junkie. I'm like, he just has circles around his eyes. Where y'all get the he a junkie from? He has a um for those people, for, and that's the thing that like, so yes, for the record, yes, Pete Davidson has admitted that he used to have substance abuse or suffer from um substance abuse. So he is a recover, you know, recovering, but he's been sober for quite some time now. And um, as far as the circles around his eyes, that's due to, he has an autoimmune disease. So that's where that comes from. That's where those deep insects around his eyes come from yeah. because he suffers from some, I can't remember what they, they said it on one of those television shows. I can't remember what it's called, but he suffers from an autoimmune disease. So my thing is like, people just like, listen, she liked what she liked. That's her business. Why do y'all, why do people care so much? Y'all hate it when she was quote unquote taking black men. So now she went and got her a white man and y'all still mad at her girl. Let that girl live. Shit. That's honest. I'm like, I mean, and she said the reason why she liked Pete and it makes perfect sense to a woman that's literally not team up Kanye's ass. It makes perfectly sense. Perfectly good sense. Kanye did all these big over the top gestures, and that wasn't her. She wanted that's one of the things that she wanted to be loved in her love language. So going to eat pizza on a random weeknight is her thing. And that's what Pete gives her. So I can't knock it. Like, you know, people are like, well, damn, Pete, like, them be the ones that come and take your girl, though. Damn. And I, I mean, it's just, it's, foolishness like absolute fucking foolishness what kind like I, I i don't know i just don't be, can't believe how many people are saying oh he needs to get his family back that lady is not interested she said no once that's it leave her the fuck alone 
Leave that woman alone. Lord, Lord, Lord. All right, so we are going to move on from all of the the drama that is Kanye West. And let's go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show. All right. So my question, it was a topic. Um, it was a couple weeks ago. The gospel singer Kiki shared, shared, I don't know how to say it. Anyway. She did an interview where she was saying that, and she said friends, she came back later and clarified saying that, oh, she has associates, blah, blah, whatever, that her friends would have to stay at a hotel because she has a man and all this stuff. Um, And it took on a greater conversation where people were saying that, you know, their friends are not allowed to be at their home and their men and blah, blah, blah. So my question is, um, do you have the same thought that if you are married in a relationship that your friends shouldn't be around them or can't stay at your home? They have to stay at a hotel. So here's my thoughts on that. I don't hold that the insecurities in that, I, you know, that whole belief that if, you know, you leave women around your man or whatever like that. I feel like a man going to do what a man going to do, regardless if it's in your face or not. So regardless of if you leave your friends or whatever around you, if he going to test that situation or if he want that situation, he going to be in that situation. So even if you don't shit, he might go see her at the hotel. If it's that situation, you know what I'm saying? If he want to deal with her, y'all, you don't say you can't prevent yeah. that from happening. People going to do what people going to do. Now, in terms of would I let someone stay, it actually has zero to do with the relationship. <laughs> like, now you just can't stay here, bro. And <laughs> more to do with me in my own personal space. I just don't like people in my fucking space. Like, that's why you uh, people used to laugh about um, when I said that, like, when I had a guest room that I keep, that I used to keep because when I was living in Memphis, I had a two bedroom. And so I used to keep instead of a second bed in the bed, I used to keep like a desk and a couch or something, you know, basically yeah. nothing to sleep on up in that bitch. Cause I just, I don't like for people in my space. So, <laughs> so it would be less about, less about, you know, my man and more just about no stay somewhere. And, but, but the, the crazy thing is, is that my friends, no shit like this about me. They know that my ass is like a loner and I don't like, I like my space and all that. So half of them wouldn't even vo- volunteer or be like, mm, can I stay with you, Janae? Or, you know, unless I actually volunteered and was like, hey, just come stay with me, blah, 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 because I know it's a waste of money to get a hotel. But most of them would be like, no, nah, I'm just going to get it, go get a room, blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah. what about you? Like, I'm like that. Like, I, I feel like if I got to have a man, and or a friend that I won't leave alone with each other. Like, I don't want either one of them. Like, being honest, like, my husband went and set up a desk in my friend's house. And the first time I just went out, was already over there. He stopped by to help. And it took too long. So he was like, I'll come back the next day. I ain't go back the next day because it took too long. I'm like, mm-mm, staying at home. So I, I, I just don't think, yeah, like, that. And my friends, like, I'm with you on it. Like, I like my personal space. But, you know, if you come into town and 
you know, be like, hey, can I stay with you? I'm like, yeah, you can stay. And of course, I would make this stay as comfortable and nice as possible. I would never, you know, be like, yeah, you can stay. And I don't really want you to stay. But, right. you know, if you wanted to get a hotel room, I wouldn't be knocking you for it. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to be like, no, you can't stay here. Like, yeah, fool, you can stay. It's an extra room in there. I don't know how, you know, look in my head all my overflow of shit in there, but you can stay. <laughs> I mean, that's just that. Like, I, it, it was just a weird conversation, and just the conversation around it was weird. So, just you, like, you know how you said it, like, bro, it's not insecurity. But I just feel like a lot of it does. Like, my grandmama said, like, girl, y'all stop going to y'all grandparents' reference for shit, because we know how grandparents were back in the day. Mm-hmm. They were trained. I just don't understand, like, I just don't understand folks thinking around that. Because I'm just like, how does that prevent cheating? Like, if if you that concerned, there's an underlying issue there already. Like, if you that concerned about your partner cheating, y'all got bigger issues than than just, you know, your friend staying at the house. And then not only that, what does that say about your friendships? Listen. (laughs) Like, and then people like, well, not, not to have temptation, be like, but how would your, that mean you have to have two people that are willing participants to do that. Facts. Like, I, I don't get it. And if they do, they doing you a fucking favor. Because right, because you don't need you don't either one of their fucking life. ass. Exactly. Folks just think differently, I think, than us. I just, mm-mm. Like, I just don't want a friend or a husband that I got to sit or a sniff the other that I got to sit around and think, you know what? If I have company, they might screw each other. <laughs> Listen, that's exactly, that's the weird thing. That's exactly what you're saying. Like, shit. Well, if I have someone over, my husband's probably going to screw them. What? Damn. It's a- <laughs> I'm like, let it go. That's weird. That's weird to me. It's weird energy to put out to. Nonetheless. All right. So let me go ahead and jump into my portion of the relationship part. So I talked the last time we were on, I talked about that I was going to do a review of a dating app. So I did do try another dating app. I did BLK. So black, basically. Um, it's basically the um tinder but for black folks and i mean and i mean that literally like it's literally set up the exact same way swipe left right that whole thing um the only i will say the the pros in terms of what it has over tinder is that their um profile um because you know on tinder it's just literally you fill in you can say like a little statement or whatever and i think you can put whether you're interested in men or women and then um, put like your birthday or something. I don't know, some shit like that. I, don't, I can't remember with Tinder. But um, but with uh, the uh, Black app, it's a little bit more in depth. So you can add more shit in there um, in terms of like the question. And they like give you like actual questions, like your height, um, body type, blah, 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 blah. So it's a little bit more in depth there, which I appreciate because I feel like people who take the time to fill in profile stuff, are a little bit more tend to be a little bit more serious than the ones who just see my Instagram, see my Snapchat, blah blah. blah. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that part of the app, but none other than that. I mean, it's literally just Tinder for Black folks. Um, 
there are I will say there are other um, ethnicities on there, obviously not as prominent as some of the other dating sites because it is targeted for Black folks. But the difference I will say is that they, they're more cringy. Like, cause you know, like if it's not, when it's not targeted for Black folks, you will sometimes get some of those folks of different ethnicities who, you know, basically fetishize you know black folks so they'll be like oh man i'm only down with chocolate i only date braille blah 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 like you'll get some of that but like it's really cringy on the black site like the vast majority of them are hit with the i only date black girls i only like chocolate come get you some of this white chocolate stop doing that please for the sake of all i'm gonna speak for everybody Stop doing that shit. It is weird. It's cringy. Every time I see a profile like that, it's an immediate, get off my screen. I don't want to see you no more (laughs) on the fucking screen. It's cringy. I will say some of the cons that I have with it, similar to with um, Tinder, is the swiping motion. So they have where like if you want to go through people's pictures you have to swipe up and down which is a little bit better because obviously if you sw- you're swiping back and forth through the profile pictures you can accidentally swipe too much and it'll either swipe left and c- you'll be like oh I match with them or you know swipe right and it's a um you didn't match with them when maybe you wanted to um so it's a little bit better in that you can get the swipe up and down but I feel like it that whole swiping motion to go through the pictures is still a mistake because it can lead to, um, you know, maybe having incorrect or correct matches. Um, I will say a, a pro though is that it is easy if you do have if you accidentally make a match with somebody, you can go right in um, to your matches and just delete them out of there. Whereas with Tinder, I feel like it's a little bit more complicated. Like I gotta go into my matches. I gotta swipe then i gotta put you know do you want to unmatch with this like you got it's a whole too many fucking steps to just be like i fucked up and i don't want this person on there but i mean experience wise i don't know like i haven't had any serious connections on there so that's why i said it's very much reminiscent of tinder like it doesn't give any serious connection so i'm thinking like so far, my experience with free dating apps has been, and you know, I'm not paying for a dating app, so that's the problem. But my experience with free dating apps is that I haven't got any real, like, serious connections out of them. So I don't know. Maybe I like, I, I think I've established pretty much that dating apps aren't for me, but I give them a try for you guys out there because I know that some of y'all like to hear about it. I know some of you guys have success with dating apps, but yeah. Aside from that, like I said, it's just Tinder for Black folks. (laughs) Oh, one more con I do have is that is that the the range in terms of like, I want to see. I want my range to be global, like I want to see Black dudes from like England and, you know, all different countries. Like, I don't just want the same niggas around from where I'm because if that's the case, I could just go outside. And see the same dudes that I see looking at me at the like I can go to the mall and see him looking at me at the mall. Like I don't want to see his ass on the dating app or dudes I went to high school. Like I don't want to see. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it makes you feel awkward. Like give me like a wider range or a wider pool of 
people that's that's the downside to that app i feel like um i haven't it'll give you maybe like i think i've seen maybe some georgia or georgia maybe florida but it's like a small range in terms of the the people that they pop up to potentially match with i would like a global range like i want everybody but yeah so that's my experience with the blk or black dating app Mm -hmm. cool oh oh tender day listen mess complete mess that actually happened to me one time though i actually matched with this dude i used to have a crush on him (laughs) that shit was so weird (laughs) and you would think that it wouldn't have been weird but it was weird as fuck because he was like uh he ate like, did you swipe right? Uh, duh. duh. <laughs> the reason why we bitch. What the fuck wrong with you? Completely. I'm telling you, it, it gets weird and awkward. That's why I want some uh, some non-locals. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't ask me no questions. So, how have you been since high school? I don't. Don't ask me that. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you don't know me. Oh, <sighs> All right. So let's go ahead and. Let's do your missing first, and then we'll jump into, no, let's do new books, TV, and movies first, so that way, because I think that one's going to be a little bit longer. So let's start there. So I have, let me see, new TV. I watched a twin, uh, Tinder Swindler. I don't know. Like, I know love can make you do some crazy things. I just don't get it. Be like, bro, you're not going to ask me to give you no money. And I know, especially no big amount of thousands. Nigga, well, who are you talking to? And then it was like the excuses that he was giving, the fact that he was like frantic for this cash. You can't get a touch, get a hold of him unless month. Like, no, no, sir. Not at all. I don't want to give away too much, but it's just foolishness. Like, a lot of foolishness and it's just crazy because it's like now he has gotten out of jail and he's doing the same i'm not gonna say he's doing the same thing but he's living the same type of lifestyle which makes me think like oh so now you got a new dude um and it's probably just not women this time but it's definitely like i i don't see how he got tens of millions of dollars out of like that because he ain't finna, bro, no. Like, some of the shit that he had them doing to even obtain the loans, like, I couldn't have done because it's like, bro, this shit is a crime. Like, I don't know about other countries, but in the U.S., this probably gets you fed time. So, we not doing this. I don't know. And it was like, I would be worried. This is going to be kind of a spoiler. If a man like, oh, send me your passport information for our first date and I'm going to fly you to block. I'm good. I'm good. Not giving you my passport information. I'm okay. Unless that's a rich nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a, somebody that you actually know as like a rich dude, like famous. Who the fuck would do that? And see, and that was the thing. Like he came off as like this diamond tycoon type person. But he never get them no diamonds. Mm. Like if you mining diamonds, your data supposed. To... And then another thing that I thought about as well, just thinking about it now, is he was saying that he was part of this like diamond mining family. So I'm like, why y'all? And they said they went to Google and googled it, and the name came up. But I'm like, 
what picture came up for this person? Because mm-hmm. it couldn't have been a picture because he's he not that person. So it was just crazy. And it's still like one of those things of like a journalist just taking, um, I guess, like a leap and saying, OK, well, we'll see how this ends out. It might may not be anything. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I didn't get it. Like, I didn't get it at all. Mm-hmm. And he was like, my security, and they done froze my assets. Well, where your daddy assets at? You came from a whole family full of money. Ask your daddy for some money. Don't call and ask me. Who found you? That's crazy. But it's really crazy. I definitely think people should watch it just for the foolishness. Um, I don't know. And then sometimes you think, I'm like, how do you speak? Just get you a job. That's one of the things. Like, if you can do that, imagine what you can do if you actually work. Facts. So, yeah, I watched that. Um, I started on the one with the chick in New York. Inventing the it. fake Aries or whatever. I don't, I don't know about her because I feel like she comes off as and I know you say this uh, like people like oh she a feminist but I don't understand how she a feminist when she asked the lady was she fat or was she pregnant like to me that's rude as fuck and I would never ask a woman that and she had like I don't know I just I didn't like her and I know it's like the person that's playing her but it's like if you know this is based on true story I didn't like her personality I definitely feel like, I don't know, I'm going to see and wait and see, you know, the rest of it and what happens. But I just feel like it's one of those other things. It's just opportunity. She saw a hole to wiggle her way in and she did it. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Because there's a whole debate about situations like this with the Tinder swindler and this inventing Anne, um, Wolf of Wall Street. People say that they feel like it's glorifying these criminals who have essentially committed these big crimes against other people. And it's making the other people kind of look like, you know, stupid and kind of making them out to be like these anti-heroes. And then once they do get out of jail, they are able to profit off of their crimes, essentially. Like um, some, some states, obviously they make it illegal um, or some cases they set where the person can't profit off of their story. But for situations like this, what do you think? See, that's my only issue that I have with it, is them being able to profit off of their own crimes. I do feel like the victim should get the money from off whatever happened. And that's what I was hoping with the tender swindler. Like I did feel bad for those women, even though it was like, Wrote all the signs were there, but I know it feels different when you're in it. And especially by him making such a grand gesture on your first date, you're like, damn, he took me in. It wasn't like that he picked them up or like, oh, he got a ticket to Delta or something. Like he picked them up in a private jet. So like, I definitely, I understand it and I get it. I That part I don't like is that if they're able to profit off it, you know, don't tell the whole story. Um, I do think it should be a cautionary tale that modern day you can still get your fucking ass played with people that quote unquote got money. Like I said, with the Anna one, I haven't seen it all the way. So I feel like, and I think I read something about they was trying to, or you said that they were trying to make her have to be like a Robin Hood because she even got like 
bank shit. Well, I feel like that was for personal use. Like you are not in New York High Society spending money buying all this stuff. It's for personal use. So I I don't give like her that title, and I hate that she has that. Even from what I'm saying thus far, and read about her before, like Robin Hood was not that. Like reading his story, he took from the rich and gave to the poor, not take from the rich and then I'm gonna keep it to make myself be rich, like the rich people that I hate. Like what? Yeah. But yeah, I. That's the only part. But other than that, like, I mean, it makes for good TV. Yeah. But watch that, and then I started Sex in the City reboot. Um, so far, you know, it's really good, and I I could be a little biased because. I have the whole DVD set of the original Six in the City. So I do like, and I miss Samantha. I know people are like, oh, you know, it's fine with that. I miss her. Like it's, if you grew from like the, you know, the first episode or even part of the series or just the movie, Samantha brought that, like she tied the group together. If you think about, you have the reserve friend, you have, you know, this type of friend and Carrie is like a combination of all of them combined. And then you have Samantha, it, you can say like, it's something missing. If you've been involved with the entire franchise, you can see it. I mean, they made a good story for why she's not involved. And, you know, we see, you know, the evolution of like their different relationships. I guess it was kind of, this is a spoiler, but everybody probably knows at this point. Like, seeing Big die, it's like, I was kind of fucked up because I'm like, Carrie wanted this man for years. Like, years. Uh, probably, I, I want to say a decade. If not a decade, it was almost a decade. And then she gets him, spends his time with him, and boom, he did. Like, what the hell? So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing, like, what happens from here and what progresses and goes on. And I just want to address one thing. I know people are saying, like, a lot of people were calling Charlotte fat. I'm like, what? I'm like, this. first of all, y'all understand these women are older. And they were already, you know, up in, well, I'm not going to say up in age then. But they were probably, like, you know, 30s and 40s, you know, the original show and movie. What the hell? I'm like, her body looks perfect. It's nothing wrong with it. Like, she still fits in, you know, Valentino and Oscar de la Renna. So what are y'all talking about? I, I didn't understand that. But other than that, it's I, it's good. I just want to see where it goes. Here, but. Anything else? Uh, That was, oh, nothing for a movie. Nothing for anything else. Yep, that's it. Okay. So on my end for music, I took a listen to Nikki's two new singles, um, Do We Have a Problem and Bussin'. So I know the consensus, a lot of people like the Bussin' song better. I don't like it. I think it's like, mm, I think it's too much of her chasing a trend. I just didn't like the record. It's not my favorite. Um, Actually, the Do We Have a Problem was kind of catchy. It's kind of, it's one of those records will get stuck in your head, like the hook will get stuck in your head. So I think that to me is the better of the songs. I like that she's returning to her old format, actually shooting like big budget videos and, and, you know, that stuff again. But I don't know. I mean, it seemed to work. Um, Do we have a problem? Did debut at number two? So, I mean, that seemed to work, but I don't know. I just, in terms of the records, like I said, 
I think that she's chasing a sound now. And I don't think like when you're an artist, just from what I've seen, like when you're an artist, anytime you start chasing um, sounds or chasing trends, eh, it ain't never good for you. So I don't, I think it may just be time for whatever she got next. Let that be her last project and, and hang it up gracefully, you know? In terms of TV, I did check out on Hulu Dollface season two. So I liked the first season of Dollface. Um, it's such a cute show. Um, I, I do feel like it leans heavy on the feminism aspects of it. But in in this instance, in this show, I don't it doesn't bug me as much. Um, and I think you just have to kind of watch it to get what I mean. Like it's it's not it don't bug me as much just because of the way that they go about presenting it. Um, but I will say that I liked season one a lot better than season two, because um, in season one, it just it went in to kind of show the importance of when a woman gets lost in a relationship and how she was trying to go back to regaining her friendships with her girls and how she realized that you know her mistake or the the biggest mistake that she made was letting go of her friendships or her women friends um for a man and for a relationship because you know obviously your 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 tribe your friendships are going to be some of the most important aspects of your life and that's kind of what makes you a whole person is having those women around to kind of have your back so um, I enjoyed season one probably more than season two because season two gets a little bit more into about career and everything like that. And while I enjoyed some aspects of it, I'm just like some of the aspects of season two were a little stereotypical and like, you know, uh, oh, my God, I'm getting ready to turn 30 and I haven't made it. It felt a little stereotypical in season two. But nonetheless, like I said, it's a good show. So I would recommend it. If you do have Hulu, check out Dollface. Um, it stars Kat Dennings and Brenda Song, the one who just married McCarr, who's engaged to Macaulay Culkin. And also Shay Mitchell um, is also in it as well. So they stars those three in there. So check it out. It's a pretty good show. Also on HBO Max, I checked out the movie Kimmy. So if you've watched the previews on TV, it's the uh, new movie from Zoe Kravitz where she has like the the colored hair or whatever like that. And basically she's like an op, uh, she listens to, I don't know what. Okay, Kimmy is kind of like Alexa basically. And she, her job is to kind of listen to the recordings in the background. Like if Alexa can't figure out, well, Kimmy, I'm sorry, is what they call it in the movie. If Kimmy can't figure out what you said or whatever like that, she listens to it and corrects it so that Kimmy gives you the right information. And essentially she hears a crime take place and it's a whole blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to tell y'all complete honesty. It was not good. It felt like a, did you, I don't remember when this movie came out. I feel like it came out early 2000. That movie with Holly Berry, where she was the um, 911 operator. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it pretty much was that movie. Cause like, you know, Kimmy, she decided to take the whole thing into her hand, her own hands and, you know, ends up fighting with the dude and she kills him and, and blah, blah, whatever. Spoiler alert. But my thing is that the only interesting aspect of what made me tune into it is because Zoe Kravitz's character has OCD. And so her and her OCD was heightened by the pandemic. So essentially, 
it's like this big thing for her to even leave the house because she was, you know, with COVID and her OCD and all that, she was scared to even leave the house. So seeing her, seeing that whole, that was the only interesting aspect of it. The rest of it is just like, huh? Like I'll speak to completely, I, I didn't even understand why they wanted to kill her because other than, I mean, so she sent she sent the she reported the recordings to her higher ups and was like, I think we should call the cops. Or that. Why they just didn't delete the recordings and be like, no, nah, we'll take care of it and delete the shit. Like, I don't you know what I mean? Like, why did you send people to kill her? Like, it didn't make no fucking sense to me at all. Um, I guess their their whole point was it was corporate greed because they were trying to they were trying to take the public company public. Um, so they were doing an IPO and, you know, it was going to make them rich. And if she announced that, you know, they had a murder that they didn't report or some shit like that, they could be sued. I don't know. Stupid premise. And like I said, it felt like a whole rip of that Holly Berry movie. But yeah, so I would I would say don't waste your time unless you really just want, you know, because it's free on HBO Max and you want to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Also on Netflix, um, I watched Raising Dion season two. I would also say I've just been super disappointed in seasons. So season two of Raising Dion was not good at all. Like I like the first season. The first season was really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Like when, you know, even though it's, it's like I said, I know it's a show where it's supposed to be because it has children actors. So it's like a child superhero that, but the first season was just so well done in terms of like balancing all of that out as well as kind of focusing on raising a child who is a superhero and dealing with the grief of losing her husband just all like all of that tied in it was really good but the second season just was not good y'all I'm gonna save y'all the trip unless unless your kiddos like it don't don't tune into it it's not good it's not at all good so don't waste your time but if the kiddos like it I would say go for it because they probably will still enjoy seeing Dion um, come into his powers and he kind of learns some new stuff or whatever. He has some new trainers, some cool moves that he kind of pulls out um, and you get to see other powered people in it. So um, and you kind of get to see cool powers and other superhero kids. So aside from that, eh, skip it if you can. And lastly, I also started in from the cold. Now, this one is really interesting. So the preface of it is that it's a Russian spy program. Um, and, you know, it, it just with everything that's going on, it makes a lot of sense. Like she was a spy back in Russia, back when they were doing the whole um, the Soviet Union had their whole espionage program back in the day. She managed to get away um, from them when they after they got into a war or some shit. I don't know. And she fled to the United States, changed her name, blah, 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 blah. Somehow CIA guy finds her and he wants to use her to kill people um, for the CIA. The preface of it is really fucking good. I've only gotten to episode four of it because for some reason Netflix is tripping. Like every time I get into episode four, it like cuts off and cuts completely off of the programs. I don't know. I'm just kind of trying to figure out some troubleshoot around that so I can finish out the series so I can see if the rest of the series is as good as the beginning. But it's a good preface it's a good show the only the only thing I can say that I don't like about it and this is a spoiler is that part of the program or part of the reason she was such a good spy or killer for them 
is because she has the ability to change form. So she can, if she touches your hand, she can transform into you, your appearance, physical appearance. That's the only aspect of it I don't like because I feel like they didn't have to go the supernatural route because the preface of it alone was just so good and believable. Like you didn't have to, to add that element into it. Um, I think she just could have been a badass spy killer and that had been that, you know, but nonetheless, so far, so good. And that is all I have in terms of new books, TV and music. All right. So Fallon, are you ready to jump into your missing? Yes. Um, so this week, my missing is Tracula Hayes. She is she was a nurse out of Cordova, Tennessee. Just to put it out there, I am really just doing this because of her story. They are presuming that she's dead. And of course, it's her spouse. He was charged. Um, they have not found her. And her family, of course, is still holding out hope. And I am as well. Um, she is a Black woman. And she was supposed to go to work. And they were actually alerted by her job that she didn't come into work. So that's what actually drew like some of the attention that she was missing was that she hadn't been to work and that she hadn't showed up to her son's birthday party. So I want to bring that out too. The husband said that she was at home sick. Um, she was not. Um, no one had actually talked to her. Even with her family was trying to talk to her. Um, he will always come up with some story for them not to speak with her. She was, again, like I said, a Black woman, Cordova, Tennessee, um, she was last seen somewhere between May 21st and May 22nd of 2020. Well, 2019, excuse me. So again, definitely we'll put up her picture. I am holding out hope just for her family. I mean, it's just a sad situation. Um, still deserves the spotlight. So that's my missing person for this week. All right. So I am going to... Now jump into the final part of the show, which is my favorite part of the show, which is the nerd moment of the week. This week I have quite a few things. Um, I may only do half just because we are running quite long this week. I don't know. It depends on what I can get, through, if I can get through all of it or not. So first thing I'm going to start with is the Doctor Strange 2 um, Multiverse of Madness. The second trailer was released during the Super Bowl. It prompted a bunch of really interesting rumors, including the rumors that the Illuminati will be introduced. Also, if you pay close attention and listen to the trailer, it sounds like you hear the, I can't remember his name right now. My mind just went blank. The gentleman who uh, played Professor Xavier in the early X-Men movies, it sounds like you can hear his voice in the trailer. Like, So I, I want you to go back and watch the trailer. It sounds like you can hear his voice in the trailer as one of the voices so that may that's making people think that that we may be getting an x-men x-men being introduced into the through via dr strange multiverse of madness also we do know wanda is playing a big role in this movie we have it hasn't been confirmed whether she's a villain or not most people are suspecting that she will turn into a villain sometime down the road throughout the movie i don't know we shall see but nonetheless i'm super excited for dr strange too if you guys can't tell that's one of the ones i've been waiting on since i've seen no way home so it's it it the in the trailer just really adds more 
more to that because, you know, we're hearing all this stuff and we actually hear what might be, you know, Professor Xavier. There's also rumors about um, Reed Richards being included. So that may be, give us an intro to the Fantastic Four. So just a, a whole bunch of good things coming out from just that that moment with Doctor Strange. Also, we did get a new DC trailer, which kind of gave us the first look at all of the upcoming um, movies from DC. So we got the first look at Hawkman in his full uh, costume, as well as Black Adam. We got the first look of the Aquaman, Aquaman's new costume. It was Aquaman 2. I feel like it's Aquaman 2. And then we also got the, the updated look at the new Flash suit. So those, and then we got kind of the release dates for all of those. Um, we know the Batman is being released March 4th. So that's the one that's getting ready to come out with Robin Pat, Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. I'm actually going to go see that one because it's it's gotten me now a little bit with the, the trailers. I'm still not 100% sold on Robert Pattinson. But I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm tempted. I'm like, mm, okay, this might be good. So I'm gonna go see it. Also, um, Black Adam will be released after that on July 29th, and then the Flash follows it up on November 4th with Aquaman rounding um, out all of the rest of the DC projects on December 16th. So a lot of good DC to look forward to this year. Also in gaming news, I know I touched on the whole thing with Activision being brought out by Microsoft. Um, and I talked about how Call of Duty, they have said that the next couple of releases will still be on PlayStation as well as on Xbox. So in Call of Duty news, Warzone 2 and Modern Warfare sequel, they Call of Duty, uh, well, Activision has confirmed that both of them will be released this year. So what that means is that two of the three projects that they said that will still be available on PlayStation will be released this year. So that means there's only one other Call of Duty that they have guaranteed will be that will be released on all systems. After that, who knows? We have to kind of wait and see how that whole thing pans out. And that is all of the nerd news I have this. Oh, wait, I do have one more thing. Um, So for those of you guys who have Netflix, you know that the Defender shows have been on there for since you know, since the beginning, because obviously that's where they started. All of those shows are being removed from Netflix. So um, every one of them, Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica, and, um, and the Iron Fist, they're all being removed from Netflix. Uh, it's presumably being prepared, obviously, because Disney Plus is supposedly, you know, we already saw daredevil um charlie cox was introduced in no way home so it's presumed that disney is getting ready to kind of do their own version of those so that's why they're pulling them from netflix so if you haven't seen them or if you want to check them out hurry up because they're getting ready to be pulled off of netflix and yeah that is all i have for the nerd moment of the week anything else on your end fallon deanne nothing else for me All right. So then per usual, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to us. We appreciate you guys, all of your support. I see those numbers going up. We love to see that. So keep rocking with us. And I hope you guys have a good evening. Good night. Good night.